Yeah, and mostly a double yeah today, Slee, because the questions or the answer, I should say, to the questions about uh, which French fries are best are still coming in. Um, Del Taco's getting a lot of love. My selection is getting a lot of love. We've seen some Shake Shack. We've seen some uh, some other ones come in. We've seen uh, The Habit has come in, Fat Burger, a couple of votes for that. But Del Taco seems to be the, the favorite of the people listening to the show right now. I'm going to go on something else real quick. So, Funches. Okay. How did Travis pronounce the artist's name that we were talking about? Joe Decky? Okay. Something like that? So, when when Lindsay put out Joe Deck Y, I think what she was doing was putting question marks of how it was pronounced. Are they talking about Jodeci? I I don't know, man. I. Because the R and B artist, E C I, right? I Travis. Okay, that's Joe Decky. That's what I said. That's, that's what Joe I spelled Decky. it to you. Jodeci, Jodeci. <laughs> okay, no. so if we're talking about, because I'm getting tweets here saying, "Wait, you guys don't know who Jodeci is?" I'm like, okay. "No, no, Jodeci, and we know that. That's an R and B artist." Oh. I, I thought we were creating a different artist that was out there that I never I heard. I thought of. Joe Decky was like some new rapper that <laughs> I don't know is, about yet, bro. That's Maybe exactly what I thought as well. So there was a there was You're an talking incredible, about Jodeci. I know plenty about Jodeci. Oh. Misunderstanding here, but that's pretty funny. Quavo, Joe Decky, and Paul Logan. (laughs) You created an artist that we all ran with. and I I don't know, how am I supposed to know? I don't know. You're not supposed to know because you don't know. But it's just funny because Funches and I just went with you like, okay, hey, there's an artist. His name is Joe Decky. Does he have an S? I mean, it just sounds like it should have an S. I don't know. Language is pretty funny. Language is funny. funny. They kind of go in a a lot of – so what what is it? What's it really called? Jodeci. And it's a person or a group? It's a group. Oh, well, there you go. Now I know. The other, the other question that was coming in, Slee, is what would uh, a cameo from you and me cost? And Eric, the Big E Herrera, who comes in into the show a lot, says that uh, he thinks I'd do it for a double-double and a bucket of pink lemonade, which is probably, I already, uh, which is like nine bucks, and that sounds about right. I already <laughs> responded that we'd have to pay 15 bucks each. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, um, but it, it's not how it works. It's not how it works. You? you don't have to pay. I'm like, I know, but I don't think anybody's going to come in, so I'm down to do it and experience it and then they gained thirty dollars <laughs> hey what if we send you a check for 15 bucks each person or cash you know and uh you uh, i want you know. it under the table i don't want it to show on my taxes <laughs> we'll have jodeci do it and or joe decky and paul logan and whoever else we, we we've got our own business here slee I, I i like the idea a lot travis and slee is brought to you by progressive insurance all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. And real quick, I want to go back to this. I want to talk about LeBron and being in L.A. for the foreseeable future. But there are questions that need to be answered. And this is not, this is a, a vote that we have not heard yet, and I want to do it. I want to go to Norwalk, and I want to check in with Victor. Victor, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. I'm going to have to say the French fries from Popeye's, the Cajun fries, are really good. Those are good. Now, the, those, are, those are good, but those – are kind of a niche fry. See, I might not know uh, Joe Decky, but I know fries. And and when it comes to what fries are Here about, those are good. Again. But these are the, the, whenever you season them alternatively. Whenever you go away from just straight up salt into the more like seasoned salt or seasoned fries, seasoned curly fries or Cajun fries, you're limiting your potential audience. 
The, the, it's, it's like vanilla ice cream, right? The, the standard of ice cream when they do competitions is vanilla because that that's the base of just about everything. It's when you get into the chocolate, banana, fudge, ripple, cherry chip, it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. Some people are going to like that, but you're going to push a lot of people away. The fry, if we're evaluating just fries, need to be done with salt and hot fat. That's how you evaluate the fries. I like them too, Victor. They're good. I've had them. I'll have them again. But I don't know if they make the cut. I literally have nothing to offer on that analysis. <laughs> I'm like Hubie Brown, only with French fries. Right. It, you broke down the game as if, you know, <laughs> one team went zone, and now they got to kind of react to it. They got to try to stop the screen and roll. You spend enough time there, then, Bull, Bull, then Monty Williams and Bullenhorser are going to give in, in game four uh, coming up tomorrow. Let me show you where in and outs making a mistake. Let me do a show. It's right here in the fryer here. Now, when they go into the fat is when they sit in there for two seconds too long. I could see, I, yeah. I could see you walking into a fast food place and say, you're doing it. You can't do it like that. Can I come back here for a quick second? Let me come back here for a quick second. So here's your just, mistake. Your first mistake is here, and then then when you go to the salt. Now, there, look, there's a right way and a wrong way to do things, and I'm usually on the right side of things. All right, let's talk a little bit about LeBron. I know you talked yeah. about this. Uh, right as the show was ending yesterday, LeBron was on a podcast, and he mentioned that he wants to finish out his career here in L.A. He wants to finish his career as a Laker, which, great. I love that. I think I think the question is, what what when is that end? What What is it? And, and how do we go from there? Let's take a listen to him. Let's talking about his future here in Los Angeles. Listen, I, I truly hope that I can finish my career with the Lakers. And how many yeah. years that is, if it's, if it's four, five, six, whatever, seven. There we go. You know, I hope I can I continue to play the game. You know, I yeah. love being in L.A. My family loves being in L.A. Being with a historical franchise like the Lakers is something like, it's like me, you know, being in Space Jam now. I never thought it'd be possible. You think yeah. about Kareem and Magic and Wilt and Jerry West and Elgin Baylor, Kobe Shaq, all the, the whole list goes on. That was, uh, by the way, on the Smartless podcast. He's promoting Space Jam, so that that's where it came from. Um, Chav, you hear that? What, what What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear LeBron talking about finish his career and then throwing out years four, five, yeah. six, whatever, seven? What what yeah. goes through your mind? Well, to, the, the first thing that goes through my mind is I don't know – and let, let, me, let me pre-state something. My credentials as a LeBron James fan, I think, are well-established. I'm Team LeBron. I was Team LeBron before he came to L.A. I am a LeBron James fan and a Laker fan, so those two things together make the perfect storm. But I don't know if LeBron gets what Laker fans are after. Laker fans are like LeBron could do a retirement tour in Cleveland, and he could stay as long as he wants. No one would ever say a word. But LeBron in L.A., and we just had this conversation about his legacy and statues and jersey numbers and all of this stuff. LeBron in L.A. will be popular here right up until he's not a good player here. So if he's a good player for five or six more years, great. Let's keep him and let's keep rolling it and let's win championships and compete for MVPs and all this stuff. But this is not going to be a Kobe Bryant situation where if he starts to fade, we all kind of go, it doesn't matter. He gave us 18 great years. We can suffer a couple of average ones. That's not going to happen with LeBron here, I don't think. So this is, um, I kind of look back at, all right, when LeBron first came here to the Lakers, if you'd have told me, okay, um, remember he signed a four-year contract and he had an option in that that after that third year. Mm -hmm. If you'd have told me, okay, first three years, He's still the conversation of best player in the NBA. He doesn't get hurt against the Atlanta Hawks. You're having a – and let's say Joel Embiid doesn't get hurt. You probably have those two guys leading the way for MVP candidates towards the end of the season. Whoever gets it, gets it. 
I didn't think that in his 18th season, he's still LeBron James. I mean, has he slowed down? Yeah, he slowed down, but his effectiveness has not slowed down. He's still incredibly effective in the game. Okay, now look. Okay, window for LeBron. How much longer do, do we have here? He's got two years left on his contract. Mm-hmm. If you'd have told me from this point moving forward, Lakers are competing for a championship over the next two years, and LeBron is still you know one of the key players in the NBA, you're like, geez, now he's 20 years in the NBA. That's pretty damn special. He says four years, he says five, he says six. I think, Trav, you bring up a good point. This was one of the first things that I thought of. Okay, however long LeBron James is a Los Angeles Laker, you could be a Laker for another 20 years. Are you competing for a championship? Because that, I think, ultimately will be the foundation of our conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you have a chance to win championships? And LeBron James has proved nothing other than not only is he one of the greatest to ever play the game, not only can he change your franchise around like that, like he did with the Lakers, not only are you competing for a championship, you actually won a championship. So I, I have no reason to think that that's not you know ultimately what LeBron's goal is every single year. But you know, kind of think of the mileage, how many years. Maybe, maybe this is just a conversation in the next couple of years where we're still sitting back and we're saying, I thought he was going to slow down last year. I thought he was going to slow down two years ago. Because I've been saying that conversation for the last couple of years. I've been wrong you for the last both. couple of years. I, I'll go back further than that. I, I thought, you know, look, athletes play longer than they used to, right? It used to be that 30 was kind of like, hey, this might start to go in a different direction than it's been leading up to 30. And now that number's been pushed out to 34, 35, and in really extraordinary cases, it gets pushed out to 40. You know, look at a guy like Tom Brady. You look at guys like that. You look at a guy, I mean, I know this isn't quite the same physical thing. Phil Mickelson just won a golf major championship at 51 years old. Mm. That never happened before. I mean, guys are playing deeper and deeper into their careers at a high level than ever before. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think that it goes as long as he's the guy that you described, stay as long as you want. But I do know that once it isn't that, it will change pretty pretty, pretty quickly. By the, by the way, that conversation, I mean, LeBron said this one I, I want to say he, and I, I'd have to look back, but he's something to the effect during the season that, you know, basically Laker fans don't care what you've done in the past. They no. just don't. Unless it came in a Laker uniform. And even if, if, if it, it came, came in, but, but here's the thing, even if it came in a Laker, this, this is a perfect example. I was making this argument, and I've, I've said this a couple times, but I was doing it last night on Lakers Talk. I said that Lakers kind of got that free pass this past season. There were reasons for it, right? The free pass was... Uh, you just came off a championship. Okay, you only had a 70-day offseason. COVID kind of threw all these things up. They got a free pass this past season. This upcoming year, if LeBron and AD are healthy, you think there's a free pass in L.A.? Not a chance. There isn't. And, I, and I'm saying that because this is the one thing that I think kind of stands out. You could have accomplished even things in a Lakers jersey what have you done for me lately? And I think that's going to be one of the question marks with LeBron as his career progresses. Laker fans are always going to be in the moment. Are you winning right now or are you not? All right, we're going to continue that conversation as well. We'll take some phone calls on at 877-710-ESPN. But don't forget that we're hosting LAFC Sweet Night. It is coming up on Saturday, and you are invited. You can win a pair of sweet passes. LAFC against Real Salt Lake. The match is on Saturday night. That's uh, the 17th, Bank of California Stadium. Match starts at 7.30. Here's how you can win. You call in right now. We're going to hit you with a little all-star game trivia, 877-710-ESPN. We're going to be out at the bank. You can come hang out with us, me, Slee, Emily. You can ask 
Ask Sleepy. Funch will be uh, snorkeling. Funches will be snorkeling. Snorkeling, looking for um, stingrays in the middle of the night, so he will not be there, but we got you covered. That's all coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There you go. You see, just when you think the ten thirty rejoin is gonna get you sleep, gets you at ten fifteen. I love it. I'm calling Emily last night at ten thirty at night. I don't want to do it anymore. I I, I don't have anything left. Been doing it for over a month. We should ask questions about this. Who is the artist? Where was it recorded? Who produced it? Who played the tambourine? Jodeci. Should... <laughs> yeah. This is mad at me that I didn't know Jodeci. But what are you going to – Joe Decky or whatever. You're fine. Anyway, all, you're all, fine. Hey, do I look worried? I, I was going to say, you're the last person <laughs> I think that's concerned about that. All right, so here's what we're doing. Uh, Al and I are going to be in the suite on Saturday night, Bank of California Stadium, uh, LAFC against Real Salt Lake. Matches at 7.30. If you would like to join us, uh, you can get in at 877-710-ESPN. We're going to ask you some all-star game trivia. If you get it right, um, we've got a pair to give away, so you better you better get it right right out of the shoot. This won't go on long, I don't think. You can come and hang out with us. Let's go to um, La Habra first. And Chris, Chris, how you feeling this morning? Good morning, guys. How are you? What's we going on, Chris? Great. Are you ready, Chris? Are you ready for this question? I am ready. Let's All do right. it. All right. Which former president was in the booth as a guest on the television broadcast when Bo Jackson let off the game with a home run? It's not an easy one. Uh, it's not. No, um, which former president? Would I say uh, Barack think, Obama? Well, hold on. I'm going to give you a little help here. Think about okay. when Bo Jackson was an all-star, okay? Yeah. Barack right. Obama was – so go back to the early 90s, you know, the late 1980s. Who, was, who might have been in the booth at that point? Oh, I would have to say – well, my, my first instinct would be Mr. Obama, but it would probably be before that. Um, Got to get a guess. Can I say George George Washington? You you can. George Washington was not alive. It was it was close. It It was uh, very close. It is not George Washington. It's a couple years off. A couple years off. But that's that's a good one. It wasn't Thomas Jefferson either. It was President Ronald Reagan who was in the booth with uh, Vin Scully when the home run was hit off of Rick Russell that landed about halfway up the Big A. It was uh, a, a pretty majestic home run and president reagan was in the booth to see it all right let's go to our next one uh emily scroll down a little bit so i can see who we got on the uh on hold here let's go to uh let's try john in marina del rey john good morning how you feeling this morning 
I feel with my fingers like everybody else does. <laughs> Good. All right. I like you, John. Here we go. Are you ready for this one? It, did, you did, betcha. Did, I'll give it a whirl. All right. Let me, let me start with this. Were you watching Home Run Derby last night? Uh, no, I missed it. I'm sorry. Okay. Then you might have a hard time with this one. Pete Alonso went back-to-back last night to become just the third player ever to win back-to-back home run derbies. Name one of the other two. I'm going to say Barry Bonds. It's a good guess. That's a good guess. It's a very good guess. That is not right. The answers to that was uh, Ken Griffey Jr., who they mentioned mm-hmm. several times last night, had gone back-to-back. And I wouldn't have gotten this one myself. Joanna Cespedes also went uh, back-to-back in the home run contest. So sorry about that, John. Let's go to uh, Carlos in Inglewood. Hey. Carlos, good morning. How you, How you doing? doing? Carlos, thank you, thank uh, okay, you. we we got one for you right here. All right, Trav, uh, let, let's do. I'm gonna do the first one. You good with the okay. first one here on this? Let it rip. Okay, Carlos, who is the only player to win back to back All Star Game MVP awards, doing it, uh, doing so in the past ten years? So think of just think of the past ten years, the only player to win back to back MVP awards in the All Star Game. It's not George Washington. Ooh. Not George Washington, of course. Don't, by the way, don't overthink this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't overthink it. Back-to-back mm-hmm. MVP in the last 10 years would have to go to Trout. There My you man. go. We My got man. it. All right. Way to go, Carlos. You are going to go. Are you a uh, LAFC fan? I am. There you go. We will see you on Saturday night. You get to come and hang out with me and Slee and Emily and the whole crew. We're going to be there, Real Salt Lake, LAFC, Saturday night at 730. Appreciate you calling in, Carlos. Carlos. We'll see you on uh, Saturday. You. Don't scalp those tickets, all right? We know where, <laughs> We know your phone number. We got your number now. All right. Yeah, that's good. You, by the way, Al, good job yeah. by you. The, the tip that I think put him over Had the top. Had to give him the tip. Had to give him the tip. Don't overthink it. Don't because it's like, hey, who's the best player? It's Mike Trout. Mike Trout. There you go. So that's uh, it's funny to think that that's the only time we've had we've had a lot of good players go through that game. That he's the guy to go back to back. I guess not a surprise, but a little bit that he's the only one to have done it. That is a surprise. All right. By the way, a lot of people uh, are giving their power rankings on fries. I, I, I didn't know people take this. Maybe they take it as serious as you do. And yes, my it's apologies, French fries. Well, I mean, there there's really even a. Bad French fries, I can't say the way that I've, but French fries, even when not done well, are pretty good. It's like pizza, right? Pizza, have you, have you ever got a piece of pizza and go, oh my God, this is terrible? No, you've gone, this isn't very good, but you eat the whole pizza anyway. You end up eating the whole thing. Yeah, you <laughs> definitely the, end up eating the whole thing. That's the way that it goes. Um, how about Team USA losing Australia again last night, Slee? What's Called going it. on there? Called it. I told Funches, I said, watch out for so the first bizarre. two exhibition games with USA and Nigeria and USA and uh, Australia. Yeah, it's actually kind of the only thing I find interesting at a USA basketball right now, who, by the uh, way, Kevin Durant's on the squad, Damian Lillard's on the squad, Jason Bradley Tatum. Beal, Jason Tatum, Draymond Green. So it's not like, you know, I, I you just assume that no matter who the USA puts out, they're going to blow teams out. And I know we got, you know, uh, uh, Popovich kind of pushed back at one of the reporters yesterday on that. Um this is the only thing that I think will make USA basketball interesting. Do they have a chance to actually lose this thing? What do you mean they're 0 for 2 in their first two exhibition games? I think, Funch, you mentioned this. Since 1992, they had lost two exhibition games prior to these last two games that they lost. So it just kind of shows the dominance, obviously, from USA basketball. So I, I, what do I make of it? The only thing I make of it is 
Uh, it's obviously going to be a wake-up call for USA Basketball, but more interesting will be that teams, maybe there's some countries out there that, that have a shot against USA. Well, You know I what wouldn't we- have been interesting if they won by 40 points in each game? Well, I, I agree with you on that point. I, I don't agree with the first point because I don't think it's interesting no matter what. Um, the United States plays the best basketball in the world. Full stop. Done. There's no question that we have the best players in the world. Full stop. Done. That if we were invested in this, we would win this tournament comfortably. Mm-hmm. But we're not. You know, you know what it reminds me a lot of? It reminds me a lot of the Ryder Cup. Okay, the, the the golf tournament or the golf competition that happens every other year where we take the yep. American team mm-hmm. and competes against the European team. If you look at the world golf rankings, eight of the top 10 players in the world are Americans. 15 of the top 20 players in the world are Americans. Okay? There's no question that the best golfers in the world, generally speaking, are Americans. We get our asses kicked in that thing just about every time. You know why? We don't care. We're disinterested. It does, It's not important because... It's already been established that the best tour is here, the best players are here, and most of them are American. But it's not always like this. I mean, for USA Basketball as well. Remember the Redeem team? There yeah. was this. There was this. USA because Basketball is not win, but but it, it came. A point came where they decided, okay, enough I mean, is enough. Let's go put right, our no, best no, no. in I, there. I get it. And they they decided to reengage. But Al, do do you think for a second? And it, and it actually and it actually came down to the final couple of minutes against I, Spain. I, I so, get it. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that there aren't good basketball countries out there, but do you really think that Spain is a better basketball playing country than the United States? Or or Greece or Serbia or Argentina no, or I, any of the I, other places that have players. I don't, but let me give you a good example. At, at the end of the day, and we'll use the Lakers as an example. Um, it's not just all about the star power. And I'm not here trying to make a case that USA Basketball will not go on and, and win the Olympics because we're all expecting them to. Mm-hmm. But just because you have the best players, it doesn't mean that you have the best team. It doesn't mean but that you're guaranteed to that. win. I agree with that. I, I, I'm with you on there, but I, I don't even think it's a matter of us not having – we do have the best players. I think we all agree on that. That doesn't mean that we have the best team, but I think this is a function of disinterest and obligation far more – because, look, I think if you really drill down on all the guys that have participated in Ryder Cups and mm-hmm. Olympic teams and all of these things, about half of them would like to be there – and mm-hmm. about half of them would like to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Because especially in basketball, these guys just finished their season. They're, off-season. They're exhausted. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the athletes need time to recuperate, to rest. And to ask them to go, some of them feel it in their soul, like I want to represent my country. I believe yep. that some of them do. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the other guys are like, yeah, I'll do it, because if I don't do it, I'm going to get a truckload. And, and well, I'd really rather not. Maybe and then so it I'll comes go over it there com- and go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, I think maybe then what it comes down to, Trav, how much do we care? Because I don't if care at all. we care, then maybe there's a little bit more pressure on some of these players to say, you know what, let me go out there. I got to represent our country. If we don't care, then they may not care. I mean, listen, they have their reasons not to care. The reasons why they wouldn't care is individually. Now I got to prep for next season. I don't want to put myself in a position where I get injuries. I'm on a contract year. Like they can have many individual reasons. The one thing I will say, and you know, I, I don't know if. Maybe soccer's a good example. Maybe it's not. We just witnessed this over the weekend. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, Copa America, you saw what happened in Argentina after they beat Brazil, their rival. You saw what happened. Um, this was at Wembley. Um, this was uh, England and, uh, and Italy. Certain countries, it means everything to them. 
I don't know for the United States of America if everything comes down to the USA winning in the Olympics. And I'm not, I don't say that as disrespect, but I, I really, maybe there is part of this. We know we're the best. So we'll just send enough guys out there to make it happen, but not fully care the way some of the other USA Olympics teams have cared in the past, whether it was the Redeem team, the Dream team, whatever the case is. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So we talked about the fun stuff at All-Star Weekend. We talked about Otani. We talked about uh, Pete Alonso winning home run derby, all that stuff. But some not-so-fun stuff. The Dodgers were talking kind of about their teammate Trevor Bauer yesterday and what it means for that team going forward. We'll get into that next and what it actually means. That's next. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Travis, you know this. this. Come on now. No. I don't know who it is. I'm, I could guess by context. Friday night, that, you tell the kids, guys. Leave me alone. Go find something to do. <laughs> Light the candles around the house. Romantic. Yeah. It's nice, nice this song. Is I like it. <clears throat> oh, if you say so. I, I, I mean, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Yeah. Next time you're just like driving to the grocery store, uh-huh. put this on. Put the windows down. Arm out. Crank it up. The music. Bob your head. Wear a tank top. I don't know why that would. <laughs> I don't know why that would do anything. That would defeat the mood. Stun of shades. There you go. There you go. All right, quick uh, quick tweet here. This is from Matt and uh, a new Matt. So I always like seeing a new name, and th- this guy gets me. Matt writes, yes, Trav, I've been preaching this for years. Soft on the inside, substantial potato meat on the inside, crispy on the outside, the right amount of salt. For my money, Del Taco has the best fries in all of the fast food industry. So there you go. So Matt gets it. I've never used the phrase potato meat before, but he's right. They do have a lot of potato meat. They are perfect French fries. i got to find the tweet because there's a, there's a fantastic one that uh, for the first time when it comes to food, um, I'm highlighted in something. I can't find it. We'll circle back. Basically, the guy guy kind of said something to the extent of he's disappointed in you, and he agreed with me. And I'm like, I got to, I got to pin that. Like that's that's the tweet. And I never need to have another tweet again. Cousin or your sister or something that's coming in to have your back. It's my burner account. It's my burner account. Right. That's a Slalin Aliwa that sent that that text in there along the way. So sly. Travis and Slee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So while most of yesterday was spent talking about Home Run Derby mm-hmm. and Shohei Otani, and rightfully so, there the other topic was among the Dodger players who were asked about Trevor Bauer and what this means for the team moving forward. I thought Max Muncy had a really interesting quote. I want to read this to you, Al. Uh, it says, I think we're going to move forward with the guys we have. It's tough. I don't want to comment on a situation. We have a lot of depth we can fill in with pieces. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what he said. Um, Walker Bueller had this to say. I know right now it looks a little bleak in the starting rotation, but Andrew has never been afraid to get guys to help us. I don't want to talk about Bauer. It is what it is. It's out of my control. We'll strap it together, put it together, whatever we have to do to win. Right now, I wouldn't bet against us. Okay. A couple of different things here. Yep. Um, It does not sound like he's coming back. You know, no one has said anything official, but baseball can keep him on the uh, the list. The, the you know 
the list that they have him on right now, which means he gets his money and he just stays away. The players' mm-hmm. union has to agree to it, but I would imagine that they probably will because the last thing they want he, – he's getting yep. his money. You know, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that's what matters the most, I'm sure, so he's getting it, but – this does not sound, and this does not sound. And you don't want like, to be the players' association that says, "No, we don't want to do this." You green light him, right. and he's back on the. You know, that's not going to happen. No, that's that's a because then it puts the Dodgers in a weird position to say either puts everybody. N- no, you're not coming back because we don't believe in you, or mm-hmm. puts him in a position to take him back, which would be awful. Um, and, and so, the point of all of this that I think is interesting is we and we mentioned this last week. Nobody is saying, "Hey, look, we're looking forward to getting back." Hey, hopefully this 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 situation is rectified as quickly as possible, um, that it has a, a positive ending, and we look forward to having Trevor rejoin the team. Not one person is saying that. And I think that speaks volumes of, A, what they either know or don't know, and, B, how they feel about the guy. Because if he was one of the guys, I don't think this would be the answer. I don't think this would be the, hey, we got a great general manager who's going to find a way to fill that hole. We'll, we'll, we'll go with the guys we got here. The, the answers, I think, are telling. Well, I, I think they're – look, they're in a tough spot. You you don't want to comment on anything, and they're doing their best to dance around it. And here you are at the All-Star game and being asked about it. I'm sure that's uncomfortable in itself. But Bueller's comments are the ones that stuck out to me the most. Mm-hmm. When he said, but Andrew has never been afraid to go get a guy to help us um, – in my eyes, when I heard that, that is somebody that pretty much has turned the page – and I, listen, I'm not going to speak for Walker Bueller. I'm just going to have my own interpretation here. Yeah, we kind of moved on. You know, we are now. It's up for Andrew exactly. to go get, go get us another, um, go get us another starting pitcher. Do what you have to do. But the idea or the concept, if you thought that when this first kind of when the when the news originally came out, and we've talked about the timeline, right? It was Dave Roberts saying, "Well, he's still going to pitch this upcoming weekend," and and how every day that goes by something else develops without us knowing anything further from a legal perspective, but just actions that the organization is making or uh, comments that a player is going to have. And I think this is the, you know, obviously the latest one. Um, I don't have, you know, a, a thought or of a feeling further than I would be surprised if we saw Walker Bueller at some point. I'm sorry, if we saw Trevor, Trevor Bauer, Bauer at some point uh, this season. That, that's my own yeah, personal opinion. I, I, that, that's kind of how it's you. played out. Uh, when, when that idea first got floated, couple weeks ago like hey look he may be gone forever you may never see him throw another pitch in dodger uniform i kind of went hey hold on that seems a little premature because i don't know what's going to happen you know nobody knows what's going to happen but looking at the dodger responses the way you know the promotional items the stuff in the team store listening to the teammates say what they say or more importantly have not said um, listening to or, or seeing that a bunch of his teammates have unfollowed him on social media and the teammates in particular that were part of that. These are team leaders and veteran players, been around Major League Baseball a long time, probably have interacted with Trevor Bauer before their teammates in L.A. Um, I think that it's extremely likely that you have seen the very end of Trevor Bauer as a Dodger. Now, never say never, but it sure feels like it's the end of the line, doesn't it? Um, yeah. And, and again, we'll just kind of wait how things kind of develop. And I think that's the best thing to do. But the reality is I, when, when I say this, I, I really mean, I, I think at this point we are in mid July and you know, you got two and a half months left of the season before you get to the postseason. Like I said, I'd be surprised if we're talking about a Trevor Bauer start down the road. Again, personal opinion. We'll see how things, how things pan out. All right. Coming up next, we're going to get into 
Week yet again. Love Shark Week. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. You hear that, guys? It's time <laughs> for another Shark Fact, because it's Shark Week, my favorite week. So, you leave the house. Is, is this one of those right when the show ends? You just book it, get on the freeway, and just kind of start clearing house and, and, and sit on your couch and watch Shark Week. Oh, yeah. I got to listen to like the shark radio in the background just so I can get that audio attached to it before I get home and, and get to my get to my TV. I, I, imagine, I, have, that she, I imagine that she has like uh, shark pajamas and stuff. She's watching all this <laughs> stuff with shark pajamas and... <laughs> Gummy sharks and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. I'm sure this is going to help Funches as he goes to Hawaii and wants to go <laughs> scuba diving. <laughs> okay, so here's uh, our shark fact for today. It's actually not attached to the animal, but it's attached to our you know most beloved uh, entertainment atta- with it. It's Jaws. Jaws was the first movie released in more than 400 theaters in the U.S., and it grossed over $100 million in the box office. It was truly one of the first summer blockbusters. And I have a trivia question for you guys. What do you? It was released in 1975. What do you think is the movie that dethroned it as the top-grossing film? Of all time? To that point. Or so it was Jaws oh, up until this one. movie. Oh, I, I, it's got to be Star Wars. What do you think, Alan? Yeah, I was going to say... Uh probably Star Wars. It is Star Wars just two years later, but uh, Jaws held that throne for about two years. Okay, So Jaws messed me up. Mm -hmm. Jaws messed me up. So you said 1975, uh, Emily, is that That when it came out? Summer of 75? Mm -hmm. So I think it was still in theaters by the following summer, right? Because it was such a popular, and again, this is pre- VHS, VCR, you know, if you want to see a movie, it was still on, you know, dollar theaters down the road. I actually streamed it uh, back then. My uncle Keith, I, so in 1976, I was five years old. Yep. Okay. And, and my uncle Keith took me to see Jaws in the theater when I was five or six years old. And it messed. Keep in mind, that's I grew up not in LA. a good idea. Okay. That's I not grew a good up idea. in LA. And we mm-hmm. would go to the beach as a family, kind of sort yeah. of every once in a while. So it wasn't like I live in Kansas City and I'm never going to see the ocean. Okay. Mm-hmm. The beach was right down the street. And my uncle takes, and it, Messed me. Yeah, my up. first movie was Poltergeist. I was like, hey, hey, "Let's get out there, guys. Let's go see this." Want to huh? stay up late and watch the fuzz on TV? See what happens. Yeah, no. And uh, it to this day, I mentioned it yesterday. When I go in the ocean, and the second I get to the point where I can't see my feet anymore, which is you know three or four feet into the water. Yeah, that's not a good age to go see that movie. It's it's over. Here it comes. What, Here what it comes was your uncle? Short. What was your uncle's name? Keith. Uncle Keith. Uncle yeah. Keith. Yep. I got a feeling Uncle Keith wasn't making the best decisions <laughs> around that time. <laughs> and I, I, I'm trying to think. He's, he was probably 15, 16, uh-huh. something like that. And so he's like, yeah, I'll take him. It'll be, it's scary, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Very. Ah, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that is messed up. That is messed up. That's, Trav, uh, I, I got something. Uh, so I, I don't know how much you follow. And you, listen, none of us are UFC guys. I mean, I, I know we kind of joke around about it. Did you follow a lot of kind of the Conor McGregor last couple of days leading up to the fight? And the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I, I continue to follow this. Have you followed it or no? I, I followed it in the sense that I know there was a fight. I know he got hurt, and I know he was running his mouth after. But okay. beyond that, not really. You know, what I actually can't understand. Am, am I? Why does UFC get a free pass in this? And you know, if there are if there are uh, big UFC fans out there, big Conor McGregor fans, you could just hit me on Twitter and explain it to me. How does this dude get away with saying all the stuff that he said over the last 
week and a half, two weeks. By the way, he was also running his mouth saying incredibly disrespectful things about Khabib. Remember before that fight? And Khabib actually had some comments recently on it. Help me understand this. Some of the stuff that he said, I know Conor McGregor is one of the biggest names in sports, period. How does he get away with saying some of this stuff? How does he get away with talking about somebody else's wife and their family? Uh, Basically, what is it Poirier said during the match or or after the match? Basically put a gun to his head and and talked about that he was going to do some real damage to him. How does he get away with this? Is there another athlete that can get away with this? And I I can't do the whole, well, it's UFC because UFC is broadcasted on ESPN. That is on our network like that Mm -hmm. that is not a sport that you want to just say you can just catch online or something along those lines am i missing why and how one of the biggest athletes in sports gets away gets get has the opportunity to get away with saying things like this can you imagine if another athlete was saying this in the nba nfl or major league baseball yeah no if if an nba athlete or an interview to your point if football if patrick mahomes said something like that or lebron james it would be you know so why is it okay help me with this i Al, I don't know if this is a good answer, but it's the only thing I can come up with. For whatever reason, and I don't know the reason, but for whatever reason, combat athletes, boxers, UFC, are allowed to say the most outrageous things and we don't take them literally. Like you think about Mike Tyson, I want to eat his children. I'm going to put him in a coffin. and all. We kind of chalk it up to hype. We kind of we, 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 we chalk it up to it's not literal. It is it is high, it is it is hyperbolic and over the top. But I don't think we actually think that Conor McGregor is going to go shoot Poirier in the head. I don't th- I don't have like I said I, it, the imagery is <clears throat> aggressive. And, and and the the stuff about his wife is just so far out of bounds. I can't even can, tell you. I, but that's the only thing I can come up. Can with. I can I say can I say this because I think actually there's this and again. I'm not the professional when it comes to you. I'm just, you know, I'm, a, I'm an incredibly casual on the outside fan. For some reason, I, you know, I'll, I'll watch an occasional fight. I like Nate Diaz. I like Khabib. Like, I like watching mm-hmm. some of these specific fighters. But there's actually an incredible amount of, like, unwritten rules in these sports, it seems like to me. An incredible amount of respect in these sports that, no, 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 you just don't cross. We just don't do things like this in this sport. Yet this dude... I mean, maybe there's other fighters that just don't have the cachet as him, that don't get the pub as him. But this guy, it's unbelievable to me that these last couple of days, like, I, and I, I wanted to chat about this yesterday, but I think I saw the Khabib comments and I, it, it kind of further uh, took it, I guess, to another level. I cannot understand how someone can cheer for somebody like this or have support for him. And look, maybe we could say we know not every athlete's perfect, all that stuff. But man, running your mouth and saying stuff lot. like that and it's still okay. That's a tough. That's a tough one to. That's a tough one for someone like me to kind of embrace what UFC is doing because you got this jackass saying some of the stuff that he's saying. Yeah, he, he's he's got a. To your point, there seems to be a free pass that he can say things that other athletes would get absolutely obliterated for. I I, I don't have a good answer. You bring you ask a good question. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear more driven coming up next and i love that this happened yesterday our lead story in the dump that's coming up it's travis and slee 710 espn i love this one so much slee i can't even tell you yesterday at the all-star festivities they had uh mascots from various different teams around and apparently orbit the mascot for the houston astros every time he would try to engage with fans would get mercilessly booed that they were booing they they don't want to boo altuve and bregman and correa they want to boo orbit and i love it why you know i think maybe tone deaf 
why are you bringing him out there? Don't bring him out there. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Gotta, I, honestly, Trav, you got to wait like five years. You got to wait ten years. I mean, let this thing kind of. It just kind of shows too that. Major League Baseball, the fact that we had a few of these Astros players not wanting to participate in the, you know, the All-Star game, mm-hmm. it just shows that this is still so raw. I mean, it was just Saturday and Sunday. It wasn't it Saturday and Sunday, the Yankees and, uh, and, and the Astros yep. gestures between both teams? It's still incredibly raw. Do not bring the Astros uh, mascot to an all-star game. Most people are going to have a negative reaction. Not, they're not even there. The Astros aren't even there. <laughs> well, yeah. that's, that's, that's the problem, right? That Because there aren't any Astros there, the only Astro representation is some guy in a suit, so they're letting him have it. And, and look, they, they bought this. They bought the, that when they did what they did, and it got exposed, and baseball kind of loaded – the fans' animosity for them by not punishing anybody because, you know, punishing Joey Cora or punishing A.J. Hinch, nobody really cares about that, right? They wanted Correa to get punished. They wanted Altuve and Bregman and those guys to get punished, and they didn't. So this is how they're going to pay them back. They're going to take it out, and it's going to last a long time. They're going to have to be really popular at home, which they are, and everywhere they go, it's going to be looked at, yeah, bro, not not you, not Mm. you. Like if you saw – Vlad Guerrero, if you saw uh, Tatis, if you saw Ronald Acuna or, or Mookie Betts, you'd be mm-hmm. super excited. If you saw Alex Car- or uh, Jose Altuve, you'd be like, yeah, there's that guy. Look at that bum. Yep. And that's the way that it goes. This one's exciting. This is my favorite story of the day. You ready? Yeah. Head coach Andrew Chekets has signed a contract extension that's going to keep him as the head coach of the UC Santa Barbara Gauchos through 2028. What happened? <laughs> That's the headline for well, Sports Center, right? Yes, it's, thank it's you, ticker. Emily. Thank you for uh, for sharing in my enthusiasm. Andrew Chekets, who took the Gauchos to the College World yeah. Series in 2016, has yep. taken the Gauchos to the regionals this most recent yeah, season. Uh, I'm not... Who won the Big West in 2019? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who was the reigning Big West Coach of the Year? Has signed an extension uh, let, let to keep me, him there. Let me just put it this way. Let me just put it this way, Trav. What? And you know where I am on uh, on UC uh, Santa Barbara baseball. Just uh-huh. thought the extension was too long. That's just my only opinion. <laughs> well, you got to look. It's, I, it's I think Big maybe 26. 2026 <laughs> made sense, but the 2028, what are we doing here? It, well, you got to look. You got to take care of him. He's won a lot of games. The Gauchos <laughs> won the Big West for the first time in over 30 years. You got to take go. care of the guy that does that. Here we I go. Could, There's a plug. I, look, hey, when the Arizona job opened up, I was a little worried. I was a little worried that he was going <laughs> to go down to Tucson, but the Gauchos got Is my that guy. Is the Diamondbacks uh, or University uh, can, I, can I throw something real quick? Can I throw some? <laughs> Sham Sharania, Philadelphia 76ers have opened up trade conversations surrounding three-time All-Star Ben Simmons and have, have engaged with teams. And then another one here, uh, Sham's also put out, Clippers and Bulls interested in Lonzo Ball. Pels are unlikely to match a significant offer sheet. So, Chav, we're getting close here. You know, we're about, uh, we're, I think it's August 2nd's free agency start. So, it's going to be some moving going on in the NBA. There will, and I could. I, ben Simmons is one of those guys that I have absolutely no interest. Imagine if, in the middle of the playoffs, Mike Trout said, "Hey, guys, I'm not going to swing the bat anymore. I'm just going to stand here and do." I'm nothing. a Ben Simmons fan. You, you guys swing the bat. I, I, I refuse to do it. How do they I'm find the Simmons pod, Slee? All right, uh, ESPN app or on iTunes. Search uh, Travis and Slee. We'll get the full two hours. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show. We will be back tomorrow, the Wednesday edition of Travis and Slee, 855. We'll talk a little bit about the All-Star Game. Hopefully some Dodgers have some pop and go Otani.